Good morning. It's Real Estate Daily, and I'm your real estate guru, and we're talking about building your business. Well, we talk about building your business every day, of course. We're talking about building your business with FISBOs, you know, for sale by owners. The elusive FISBO and going after that. Can you sell a FISBO property is the topic of the day. The quick answer is, and you're going to hate it, it depends. It depends on a lot of factors. Uh, I mean, a myriad of factors. We're going to hit them today. The basic factors of can you sell it without wasting your time as a real estate professional. Here, by the way, I'd love it if you'd hit, hit the, like, the like button and also the subscribe button that opens up the members only events. Hit the subscribe button. You'll, you'll be, have access to the members-only events so you can be involved in taking your business to the next deeper level of growing your business. Okay, FISBOs. It's often been said that FISBOs are the lowest hanging fruit to growing your business. But is that true? I mean, or is this just some weird fallacy and fantasy that sits out there that really doesn't happen at all? Well, let's go over at least a couple stats. One is nationally, we know that over 97% of all properties sell with an agent. That's you. That's you as a professional. They sell with an agent. That leaves very few properties that don't sell with an agent. And why is that? Because property sales are complicated. There's a lot of factors going on, and a lot of people need help. Now, we're not going to never say that someone can't sell their own home. Of course, they can sell their own home. It's almost inevitable. That if someone is absolutely bent on selling their own home, they can sell their own home. But that gives us to the next big stat. For what price will they sell their own home? How much are they actually going to get? Well, national averages range right around the 16% less. Now, that is a difficult number to assess. That's It's really difficult. You can't just show up at a for sale by owner's home and say, I'll get you 16% more. And then when they say, okay, go ahead. And let's just say the $400,000 standard house, they have that out there and they have it advertised at 400 and it's priced appropriately. And they're saying, well, you're not advertising it for 16% more. How are you going to get more than I would have? Because what they advertise for and what they actually get are two different numbers, but people don't see that up front. This is going to take you doing some research. This is going to take evidentiary research and ex explanation to the FISBO owner. Okay, now we're getting a little ahead of ourselves here because really it's how do you how do you sell it? You've got a buyer, I and mean, we can do a whole clinic on convincing and persuading the FISBO owner to go with you as a listing, which is wonderful. You can do this as a, as a professional. You can absolutely persuade them. 
But today is more about if you have a buyer, what happens then? You have a buyer and they want to, they want one, two, three Main Street, and one, two, three Main Street is being sold unrepresented. It is by the owner. So they're they are self-representing. I shouldn't, you know, we say unrepresented because that's unrepresented by the profession. They are self-represented. That's what they want. And you may not be able to change their mind on this. Well, that's okay. To date, and I've been at this a long time, and I was realtor of the year. I own a brokerage. I'm a real estate attorney. I've been at this a long time. To date, I've never met a, a homeowner that wants to sell, that was unwilling to have me walk in with a buyer. This is a buyer for their property. Come on. It's all about a buyer for their property. Even when they say, well, we're not paying any commission, but that is not the typical thing they say. But for the very, very, very few that say, we're not paying any commission. When you submit your contract offer, you are going to build into the offer your commission quite directly. Obviously, you're not working for free, but this is going to be a big conversation you're having with the buyer. You've got to have this conversation with the buyer starting early on. It can't be that you're waiting for this conversation to happen until you're at the door. <laughs> until you're at the door of the FISMO. I mean, come on. We've all seen this conversation happening or we've heard of it happening in like living rooms at the place you're at. By the way, I hope you're having you have a cup of coffee this morning. Throw in the chat room how you work with Fizbo's. Well, let me sip my coffee here a little bit this morning. We are in mid-January, and the real estate market is already showing economically that it is on fire. For goodness sakes, let's build your career. And that's what we're doing this morning. So you got to have the conversation before getting to the door. Because this is a deep conversation. You need to explain to them that the homeowner is self-represented. And while in the MLS system, it usually declares what the back is, or the SAC, you know, the seller's commission, the buyer's agency commission. It, it declares what that is. In this situation, it's undeclared. So you're going to have to put it into the contract. Now, let me say once again now, to date, after all these years, I haven't had any buyers say that they expect me to work for free. Nobody says, oh, well, I want to buy 123 Main Street. It's unrepresented by the profession. Therefore, I want to buy, I want to buy it with, with zero commission, and I want you to do all the work, Rob. No. That, that, I haven't had anybody say that to me. And that must be a fear that's out there that people are actually going to hear this. But that's not what's really happening. You sit down. You have a conversation with them before you get there. You've been showing them homes probably already. You have a relationship with them. They can already see you're a professional. You've lined yourself up to them. And now you're going to go to 
a FISBO. That's okay. You know, at the end of the day, if your state allows it, not that I'm personally for, that's a personal note though, you may end up double ending. You may end up doing such a great job with your client and the uh, homeowner that they're going to pay you to do their paperwork. This has happened lots of times. You make an offer and they realize up front they don't know what to do next because you, what you're going to do is say, okay, I have an offer and they want to accept your offer because it looks so organized and great. They're ready to go. But you know what the seller doesn't know what to do? They don't know how to support you with the needed contractual paperwork and the escrow filings that come next. They have no idea. So they turn to you and say, how much would you charge to do our side? <laughs> I know. It, it, it's like a gimme, right? Now, I'm not a big advocate for double-ending things. In fact, in our office, we typically grab different people, at least so the different people are handling things like this. Although occasionally we do the double ending when it when it just simply is a paperwork side on the, uh, for the other side. And it just makes sense at some low point to have that pulled off that way. But I'm not a big advocate for it. Nevertheless, you in your office, you might be an advocate for it and it might work for you. And with your, you, or you have to check with, with your managing broker. You have, you have to know your rules of the state. Do they allow it? Because some states simply don't allow double ending. Okay. So that is a maybe. Backing this little engine up a little bit. If at all possible, when you're in the home and you're showing, because the owners are going to be, it's unlikely they're going to exit their home. The, the, the homeowners are selling the home. And it's not like we do in the profession where we have people leave. They typically stay in the home. This gives you a huge opportunity if you'll take it, take it and use it. You need to find the motive of why they are, are selling. Because even if, you can't do the double end. You may be able to help them find where they're going and find what their motives are. And it, it isn't ever, by the way, we pointed out this, this out before. It's never the money. People say, oh, it's all, I have to have the most money possible. Well, why do you have, what are you going to do with the money? That begins to dig under the skin. Well, you know, we're, we're going to buy our dream home. We're going to retire in Florida. We're going to whatever it is becomes the motive of why they need these funds, which you may be able to step in and help in other ways. If it's an investment home, maybe you can guide them down a 1031 tax advantage. That's, that's an interesting advantage. But that would be someone that has an investment home and usually not the home. It was never if if it's a, a home owned by the homeowner and they're living in it. It's not going to be a 1031, of course. But there's lots of other ways that you can help somebody in this advantaged way by understanding their motive and where they're going with this. So understanding mode, if at all possible, 
you want to dig into the motive of the people, you will have an opportunity to have some conversation with them. This conversation can often go deep. They often reveal things about the house that you can hardly believe is even being revealed about their strategy. Now, things, you know, of course, we have disclosures, which homeowners don't even realize they have to, they have to disclose things. You need to help them out. Tell them. You, you're, there's disclosure documents. They're not going to know, and that's when they're going to say, can you help me with it? whole process and the answer is of course yes you can help with the with that process back to our initial question today can you sell a for sale by owner and they started off with the answer of it depends well it does depend ultimately it's yes but it depends on a lot of factors and the factors are aligned first of all number one factor aligning the knowledge up with your client first before you get to the door of the for sale by owner. There's a huge expectation there and you have to line it up. What is the difference when you're looking at a for sale by owner? The big difference is they're not under any kind of a contract system that can easily be attached to, and they may not understand the negotiation system for a home. That's just true. That has nothing to do with people being smart. These people might be the smartest people you've ever met. Has nothing to do with that. It has to do with their possible lack of experience of selling a home, which People aren't experienced in this. This isn't something people go out to do unless you're a realtor. If you're a realtor, this is your job. This is your career. You studied it. You know the markets. You understand the process. But that isn't something people generally go out and say, well, I'm going to make sure I understand this whole process of selling the house so that in you know 10 years or when I decide to sell the family home, I'm going to be well knowledgeable on how to do this function. That's not what people do. People are confused in the process. The confusion can weigh in your benefit by swooping in and helping clear up that confusion so you can make a seamless transition for the homeowner that is self-represented and selling the home and then mostly your client that you hold confidences with and loyalties with. That's imperative. That is incredible. And it is absolutely possible. That's why this is the lowest hanging fruit in the market. It's the lowest hanging fruit in the market because of its huge opportunity on a daily basis. Now, let's revisit, because it's important to know when you're lining this up for your buyer, generally, what do people think when they're selling the home? They generally think they're going to save a bunch of money from away from paying commissions. Simultaneously, the most of them are saying that they will pay a buyer's commission. 
how much that buyer's commission is can vary a lot. In the offer, you need to make sure you're putting your commission built into the offer. So it's part of the process. Part of the process of writing the offer is you put in the contingencies, your commission. That, that's, that, that makes this whole thing fairly seamless. If you have an opportunity to talk to the sellers and understand their motives, then you can further this process by helping them as well and explaining how you are likely to help them get more for their home by making a seamless process with your client. And if not with your client, with somebody else. Because your ability to market their home, by the way, and this goes a little outside of our topic today, but your ability, if you take their home on to market it, is, you know, large, really large. Their ability to market their home is tiny. You have access to the MLS system, which just by the nature of the MLS system and all of its attachments to the different programs is enormous. But you are also, of course, a professional and have other ways, all the social media ways of going out and advertising that home. So grabbing that is huge help. Back to uh, back more directly on our topic of can you sell? And this first word is it depends, and it depends upon the factors and how you align it because you're not going to work for free. I don't want to hear anybody saying that they're working for free when it comes to a for sale by owner. Oh, well, I had to work for free because this is what my I've heard people say these crazy things. Oh, I had to work for free because my buyer wanted one, two, three Main Street and it was a for sale by owner. And I had I didn't know how to get my commission. Well, that is simply a misunderstanding by the agent on how to get their commission built into the system. You should never be working for free. I'm not going to say how much you need to work for. That's really up to you. And hopefully your coach in the system. Let me tell you, we coach people every day in this business to build your business larger than ever before. One of the core concepts we go after, of course, are FISBOs. There are many pieces of the core because you need to have at least eight fishing lines in the pond at all times. But one of them has to be for sale by owners because it is one of the core fishing lines to constantly go after out of all the for sale by owners that decide to sell, it is a tiny thimble of them that end up doing it on their own. That's because agents swoop in and show them that they can do it better, easier, and get more money out of an advanced marketing program than what they can themselves. That's power. That's huge power. In our coaching programs, we do exactly this. We also, of course, show you how to, how to go after expireds, cancels, and many, many other fishing. But this, we're just talking about this, this category of people today. And 
how this is such an advantage. In our market, in a seller's market, where we are so short of inventory, can you really ignore a for sale by owner? I would say no. That that is that is something I can't do. I can't you know have a client and just ignore a for sale by owner in this limited market we have. One moment while I'm sipping a little more coffee this morning. It, we had rains yesterday, but I guess it's clearing up today. Okay. In this seller's market, to remind everybody about a seller's market. Seller's market is where you have few sellers. Very few. You know, I watched, you know, using the city of Gresham. We've watched it, well, for years we've watched it. We've seen Gresham have three to 400 listings. Talking about city limits. We've seen Gresham have 27. And that, that's land, homes, condos, town. That, that's, that was everything. We got down last year as low. I believe it was a 27 number. Come on. There wasn't anything for sale. Someone walks in our office and says, I want to buy, I'm a, a veteran and I want to buy a home in South Gresham. What do you have for sale? And I look at the number, you know, and it's nothing. There's nothing out there, nothing in the MLS, but there's something in a for sale by owner. Am I going to ignore the for sale by owner? And the answer is no. I wouldn't ignore the for sale by owner if there were 400 homes for sale. If that home fit my buyer, I would go after it. But the first thing I would be doing is having the conversation and a written signed agreement of representation with the buyer. A buyer's agreement is exactly the pathway you need to be going on this. Then you, you're protected. Your time is protected. Your profession and your career, all protected. Go out and get it done at that point. Knowing that part of the conversation is you're going to build your fee into the contract. That's where it's going to be. And out of all the ones I've done, I've always built the fee into the contract. I haven't ever went back to the buyer and said, oh, you owe me a bundle of money. I Now that this house is done, that is not the path. That is not the way to go on this. The way to go is build it into the contract so it's all one bundle. And the person simply isn't paying you separately for a commission that, that is owed. Because... Number one, getting that is going to be extraordinarily difficult, usually. It could happen, and I know people have done this. There's no doubt about it. Please put in the comments how you get paid on a for sale by owner. Are you building it into the contract terms, as I do? Or are you going another path? I would like to hear from you in the chat. How are you doing this? Are you successful with for sale by owners? When you have a buyer and you're representing the buyer's side, how successful are you with the for sale by owners? In the seller's market that we're in right now, can you really honestly say to yourself, you're going to ignore those opportunities? I'll bet the answer is no. 
I wouldn't ignore it no matter because I think these people are wonderful people. They want to save money just like all of us do. We all want a good deal. What I find is that for sale by owners don't understand the process. Thereby, they think they're saving money. But after they understand the process, then you bring them up to speed and it's really no problem at all. So, yes, go after for sale by owners. In addition to for sale by owners, of course, go after your expires. Go after your cancels. They've already had their hand up. But for sale by owners also have their hand up. They want to sell their home. They're not going to deny you as an agent walking in with a, a, a qualified buyer. Now, I wouldn't be lying to these people and say I've got a qualified buyer walking with nobody and then say, you know, oh, well, I, I, I can get a buyer. If you have a buyer, an actual buyer, you can tell. Them. Otherwise, say I'm working on getting a buyer for you and I would like to come and see your home. Maybe there's not good pictures of the home. Maybe it's not being marketed well. In, in a seller's market, of course, poor marketing can still sell a home. For sale by owners can still pull it off even with bad marketing. Because there are so few homes that are actually listed out there. Don't turn away from this opportunity that is huge for you as a professional to do servant leadership in your industry with your client and with a homeowner. This is your opportunity to attach yourself and show how well you're doing. And then simultaneously, you can advertise to the community around them. Of course, the goodwill is going to be huge. You've swooped in, you've helped somebody sell their home, you've gotten a home for your client. Now you have become something in that neighborhood. That's huge. That's how you build your business. This is how it's done. This isn't hidden. This isn't some secret out there. This is actually how you build your business in a community. You work with the people and the knowledge where they're at. You happen to have studied extra knowledge, just like a welder has studied and has extra knowledge in welding. You have studied. You have a license. You have advanced knowledge. This is why you, when you go to sell your home, you have to declare in Oregon, in Washington, well, in Oregon, for sure, you have to declare that you're a real estate professional that's licensed. You have to declare this. It's quite simple because you have studied, you have a license, you have deeper knowledge. Your knowledge is worth something. That's why I don't ever want to hear people saying they work for nothing. Your knowledge is deep and is worth something. You started off with, in Oregon, 150 hours of study time, and it's that way around most of the nation. Some states are, are even more, by the way. You started off with that to deepen your knowledge. But now it's career building. So you got into the license. 
Now it's career building time, and you're confronted with your buyer wanting a for sale by owner. And can you do it? This is going to depend upon your relationship, your ability to work it out with your buyer first. That's the first thing. Because the for sale by owner is thinking you're going to walk in with a client and you're going to step away and that client's going to buy their home and you're going to get nothing. That's what they initially think. That is not what's happening. What's happening is the professionals are walking with a client and they've already had this conversation with their client. They have a signed agreement. Your client is aware you're not working for nothing. And now you're simply bringing the homeowner up to speed with the market of the industry and what we do as professionals. This is Real Estate Daily. I am your real estate guru. I am here to help you build your business every day with coaching tips and current news in the industry. We have a course called Kickstarter that can put you on top. If you are lacking leads and need to understand how to fill your pipeline, we have a course called Kickstarter that will do it for you. It will train you how to have leads in your pipeline. We also have direct coaching programs that can coach you to put your business bigger than you ever thought it could possibly be. I'll talk to you soon. I'm your real estate guru. Take care, guys.